This is the Big Kid Show. I am Mr. B, and thank you for kicking it with us, even if it's just for a little bit. With me in the treehouse today is Magic Marcus and Big Nick, and today we'll be playing Top 3. You guys got to get a little bit more excited. It's Top 3, man. There we go. That's, That's the appropriate response. Top 3. All right, we're playing Top 3, and here are some of the general parameters for you boys and girls out there. Each big kid, Mark, Big Nick, and myself, We'll name and explain for you our top three choices for the chosen topic, and we'll each introduce you those in the ever-popular three-two-one fashion. Mm-hmm. For today's top three topic is Thanksgiving Day sides. Man, I'm hungry. We're going and for this. I'm thankful, and we're going culinary on this one. So let me set the tone. Fade to black. Introduce ocean <laughs> ocean voyage playing music. September sixteen twenty. <laughs> A small ship named the Mayflower traverses the Atlantic Ocean for 66 days carrying 102 passengers and lands near the top of Cape Cod, far north than their intended destination. A month later, the Mayflower crosses Massachusetts Bay in a land what we now call Plymouth. Their first winter was brutal. Most of the passengers remained on the ship where they suffered from scurvy, disease, and exposure to the elements. Nobody likes scurvy. Yikes. Only half of these passengers made it to spring. In March 1621, the remaining settlers moved ashore and were greeted by an Abenaki Indian, I'm sure I butchered that, who spoke English. Several days later, he returned with another Native American named Squanto, which you probably heard that story. Oh, yeah. And he proceeded to teach the remaining uh, passengers on the Mayflower how to cultivate corn, catch fish, and avoid poisonous plants, get sap from maple trees, you know, basically survive. So, fast forward. November 1621, after their first corn harvest was successful, a celebratory feast was organized with their Native American allies, and it lasted three days. This is what is remembered as the first Thanksgiving. So though there's no record of the exact menu, many historians have suggested that the dishes were likely prepared with traditional Native American spices and cooking methods. Also, because there were no ovens or sugar supply, the meals did not feature pies, cakes, or desserts. So kind of a bummer. So, gentlemen, you guys tell me a little bit about what Thanksgiving Day means to you. Let's start with let's start with Mr. Magic Mark there. I'll go first. Um, I mean, I think you know the obvious answer of you get to a chance to get together with family and see people that you don't get to see that often. Right. Um, but in my house, we actually kept it a little smaller. I mean, sometimes you do the the bigger family thing, but I think for us it was a chance to even get just like kind of our immediate family. So, you know, my sister, her kids and all that stuff. So, you know, it's, uh, it's just a chance to be able to, uh, catch up with people and, and be merry with, yeah. uh, a much, much better, uh, sweet treats. And I'm sure they were able to do back in, uh, in the times you're describing Mr. B November but, uh, 1621. That's right. That was when Mark was three years old. <laughs> I'm ancient, dude. You look good for your age. Thank you, man. I, I yeah. feel like I'm holding it together well. Yeah, you look good. All right. How about you, Big Nick? Well, I do want to point out that the fork did not exist during the first Thanksgiving, so it sounds like a nightmare, right? You're just a lot just of ha- picking lot things of- up and tearing things apart with your bare hands. A lot and of going hand, to town. a lot of hand sandwiches. Right, and nobody wants to eat a pie with their hands, so maybe this that was the right call. But for me, Thanksgiving, (laughs) absolutely, hands down, more hand jokes, my favorite holiday of the entire calendar year. I absolutely love it. I love, of course, the family, the friends, the gathering of the group, the food, 
of course, and the football. There you so that's go. like that's a whole yeah. bunch of F's right there. Family, <laughs> friends, food, football. My favorite grouping of F words <laughs> all in one yeah. day. And they're all ones you can say uh, on the radio. So, one? Yeah. Yeah. so I love to eat. I love to drink. And I love to do that surrounded by people that I enjoy and love. And there's three NFL football games on every Thanksgiving. It's just the perfect day for me. And I don't want to go or drag on too long. But I think I've said this on our show at some point before. It's also for me... I think the best weekend of sports because you always have by that time, the NBA is already kicked off. Yep. You have three NFL games on Thursday. There's usually a college football game on Friday. Ohio state, Michigan plays on Saturday. Correct. And then yep. there's more NFL football on Sunday. It is the most glorious weekend of all. And there you're eating leftovers the whole time. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I'm so glad that we're here together as a group. With you two boys, and we're talking about stuff that we love. And I'm thankful I, to gather with you guys. Yes, and I love your enthusiasm, Big Nick. It's it's contagious. Thank contagious. you. Yeah. Well, and for me, it's kind of hard to top those, but it was the same thing. It was seeing a lot of people that you would rarely see. Um, and for me, though, because our family was uh, locked up, multiplied by by marriages. So usually we would go to multiple Thanksgivings. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, especially as a kid, it would be like, all right, we would actually have Thanksgiving on Thursday. We'd go somewhere on Friday and we'd go somewhere on Saturday. So it was getting to see all the family that you wouldn't see from all out from different areas and from different parts of the country. So, you know, that would be the only time you'd see him. So it was really nice to do that. And mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's hard to go wrong when you can watch like, you know, 14 hours of football. I mean, that's just awesome. Yeah. So. Doesn't get much better than that. All right. Well, let's kick off our top three Thanksgiving Day sides. Yes. All right. Coin flip. Big Nick, call it in the air. Tails in honor of the turkeys. It is tails. Turkey tails always Take wins. Nice. <laughs> All right, Big Nick, we'll start it with you. Then we'll, we'll, let, we'll let Magic Marcus go number two. How's that? I take it, and I don't mean to sound like the dummy of the group, but I take it we will do it in the traditional three, two, one fashion. I said that earlier, but yes, feel free to go. Or maybe I apologize. <laughs> I must have uh, blacked out temporarily during that. Nick's uh, already drunk on the gravy. Show. Yeah, he was, he was already thinking about turkey legs and Ohio State football. So, <laughs> Well, Mark, it's funny that you mention that because my number three is, in fact, gravy. Ooh. And I'll tell you what, anytime we do these top threes, I, I find time and time again the th Placing the picking of number three seems to be the most difficult because yeah. number one is something you just love and love and love and love and love. Number three, you definitely love it. You definitely like it. But sometimes it's just a little more than what would be fourth, fifth or sixth or so on. But for me, I went with gravy and here's why. This is what separates gravy from so many other options and choices here. Is that gravy? <laughs> you can put that shit on anything. It's right? like trick or not. <laughs> you you take you can take any normal side, dump a bunch of gravy on it, and boom, instantly better. So with my number three pick, I have to go with gravy. Go ahead and pass the big boat, baby. Man, and, and you know what? And you're right. Gravy makes it all better, buddy. Boat, makes baby. it all better. Yeah. Gr gravy. Nick likes the brown gravy. There you go. You can I mean, put that shit on anything. Yeah. Nick's gravy. True words have never been spoken. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear let's hear it, Magic Marcus. What's your number what? three? 
Well, I think I, I think Nick's going to feel good about mine because I'm going to use it to soak up all that extra gravy from his choice, and that's going to be well warmed, soft dinner rolls. There's something mm-hmm. about yes. the right dinner roll that complements the Thanksgiving meal because you got to think there's so many flavors going on, right? And I also think that you know bread in general is probably a throwback. To the original Thanksgiving, whenever that <laughs> happened, according to Mr. B. So I'm going to go with dinner rolls. There's a variety of brands. I'm not going to throw a bunch of them out there. Everybody knows what the good ones and the bad ones are. If they aren't, start experimenting. It'll change your life. But good dinner roll, sop up that gravy, well, eat so it up. We got to put you on the spot. Give me at least one of your top rolls. You got, a, uh, you got a top roll? Can I, can I step in real quick? With uh, a oh, man. Well, that's going to even more anticipation. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go Mark, ahead. Is, Mark is absolutely right. It's tough to pick. There are many good ones out there, but I the do first have a favorite. one that popped in mind, what is it? King's Hawaiian? Is that uh, oh, King's Hawaiian? Sweet, it's, it's got a little bit of sweetness yeah, to it. Yeah, the sweet yeah, roll. Absolutely. Those are pretty good. I'll give you that. Yeah. Pretty good. They're pretty Step good. Step away, Mr. B. Step I mean, away. Pretty good. But that is a delicious roll. I like the ones that uh, you have to heat up. Um, so I don't know if you've ever had Sister Schubert. That's Sister, what I'm talking about, buddy. Sister could cook some rolls. Because uh, those things are the bomb. I can eat I mean, half. I can eat half a dozen of those bad boys oh, at Thanksgiving, especially if you get like a good a good butter. I mean, anybody. I don't know if there's any <laughs> butter aficionados out there. Not margarine, not this margarine. This ain't not, no country no, crock. <laughs> no, this ain't no country crock. This ain't no margarine. You gotta like you gotta step away from the dinner crock. table if you're bringing that. <laughs> We're not rolling that way. If you get a oh. good. Like, I, well, I'll even expand upon my role, get a little sidecar going on here. If you get uh, Lando Lakes has a, a olive oil and sea salt, and it's, you get mm. those creamy butters that are just nice and smooth. Not the one that, like, you take out of the fridge and it breaks the knife when you're trying to, like, yeah. you know, slice the piece off and then you, you like, push you it like into a little, the roll. And you it, like a little melty butter, don't you, buddy? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's got to <laughs> spread evenly, nicely, you know? You got to be on it like Blue Bonnet. Oh, like that blue, like your shirt, Big Nick. I like it, ah, man. You're a butter poet. Didn't uh, even know it, man. Hey, Big Nick, I love me. It's it's funny you said Sister Schubert's. Uh, we have someone in our family that always buys like the Costco size. Oh, right. nice. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, how many rolls you got? Sixty-eight. Plenty. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And, and like the because the pluses, Nick brought up uh, leftovers. Make a little sandwich with those bad boys. Oh, yeah. oh it's the way to go. <sighs> a little so, turkey sandwich. Man, I, I'm getting hungry already. That was a good choice. I know. I know. All right. So I'm going to fire away my number three. Kind of going a little south of where you guys are going. I went more sugary as my mm. side is. It's been called a mil- many names, but sweet potato casserole. Oh. Mm-hmm. With like the brown mm-hmm. sugar and all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically just a dessert, but you can eat it with a side. Oh man! And I, there's there's one recipe. I don't even. Someone in our family makes it, and it's just like, I mean, it's probably like three sticks of butter and like five <laughs> five cups of brown sugar, and then like this much sweet potato. But it's it's amazing, and it's it's almost yeah. like a like a crumble. You know what I mean? How the top's got all that stuff on it. Mm. Yep. That's it's a quality tough. choice. Now, does yours have what's on top of yours? You said so. I it does not have marshmallows. That's what you're about to ask me. Maybe I can tell. Right. I can tell. But no, I, I I don't like the marshmallows on top. I think I look like a Ghostbuster. I to think you? that's I think that's too that's too much. It's too much. All right, all 
But it's it's no, funny. It's Potato choice. pie, shut my eye. Isn't that what, what they say? Shut your eye. <laughs> <laughs> I was I when I looked at that stuff because you know you always hear like candied yams, mm-hmm. and really what we eat here it's it's just a very soft yam, which is sweet potato. Um, I've never had a candied yam before, well, but because, I've heard good cause, things. Because like, an, well, it's like the difference is like candied yams are not really yams; they're just the term we use to say a softer variety of sweet potato. Yeah, like, yeah. like actual yams would probably be ones you wouldn't really like. Yeah. Um, but quick mm. fun fact for Big Nick. Oh, fun fact: the the tubers from the wild plant that spawned today's sweet potato was found in Peru in a cave, eight thousand BC. Whoa. That's some, wow. that's, some, that's some old sweet potatoes. Could you imagine, though? Like, I mean, who I, I My history doesn't, you know, my history knowledge sweet doesn't pie, shut my mouth. back that far. But, you know, so I don't know how prevalent sugar and all that stuff is. Maybe some of our listeners can uh, chime in on that, you know. But I think I'd be very curious, like, to, to get that level of sweetness from something that does not look like it would be oh, yeah. well, and that, that sweet. Probably what was so amazing. It be jarring. It, like it grew in nature that sweet. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so like that was probably some of the first sugar. Yeah. Cause you're not like, Hey, you got Splenda. Like, no, there's no Splenda in, yeah. in the cave, oh, bro. There's no Splenda in the cave. <laughs> got some Stevia. <gasps> nope. We're all out. Candied yams. Yeah. So that's my number three. So recap. Booyah. Nick, Nick with just straight up gravy. Mark, Straight up gravy. Mark with not just dinner rolls, delicious, warm, soft, and flaky dinner rolls. Very important. And, and I'm going with the ever sugary sweet potato casserole. All right. Big Nick, hit me with your number two. All right. Number two. And really, I will take this number two in any form. There's, it comes in many forms, but I love it all. I'm going with stuffing. Okay. And ah. some people call it dressing. I don't know where in the States they drew the line where people call it stuffing <laughs> and people call it dressing. Who knows? I don't know. But I say we all come together and share the same Thanksgiving table. We call it whatever we want. And we just eat plates and plates full of it. I love stuffing. I love the kind that you stuff into the turkey and then you eat it. I love the kind you make on the stovetop. If you put sausage in it, fantastic. Some people, some people put oysters have oh, you had the oyster that's, dressing? That's, that's very uh, New England style, yes. I love the oyster dressing. Some and, people put oysters and sausage in it. I mean, it's it's a versatile uh, bread product that is yeah. fit for any Thanksgiving Day table. <laughs> I love it. And guess what? Past the boat. You can put that shit on anything. You just put some gravy <laughs> over top of that yeah. stuffing and go to town and watch three football games. Well, especially you're you're at grandma's. And then house. don't ever get off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you're like you're like grandma. Your your stuffing's a little dry. Give me some of Nick's gravy, buddy. Mm-hmm. Gravy it up. There you go. So I I gotta man. I gotta confess something here, guys. Uh oh. Did you I'm forget about dr- stuffing? I'm not a dressing <laughs> your stuffing guy. Uh, it's not Why? my favorite. What happened? So, we, we all can't be perfect. What did your so, parents do to you? <laughs> well, I uh, I did something I shouldn't have done, and then here came the stuffing. No, it's um, <laughs> I'm not a big onion or celery guy, and it, as a lot of people know, a key mm-hmm. ingredient for stuffing Correct. is onion and celery. So yes. it's just Especially not really. Yeah, it's just not really in my wheelhouse. I'll eat a little bit. I'll nibble on it, but it's not my favorite. But with that said, I have full respect for <laughs> the game of uh, 
stuffing and dressing because I know there's a thousand different ways you can do it. You can yeah. customize it. And, you know, if, if I like those things, it'd be delicious because I like the flavor besides those two well, evil ingredients. You, you know but, what, Big, Big Nick or Big Mark? Yeah, excuse me. Big Nick and I are going to make you a variety of stuffings one day. That's right. And we're going Man. to open up your the cornucopia of your brain to stuffing life. That's right. We're going to get together open and my palate turkey. Yeah. All right. Just two dudes making stuffing together, bro. It's not, well, it's not I was excited for a second, and then I was quickly turned <laughs> off, and I'm dreading it now. You're like, hey, what'd you guys make? 14 different kinds of stuffing. Let's roll. <laughs> With tons of onions. Let's All rock. Right. So, Nick, stuffing slash dressing, depending on where you are in the country, good choice for your number I accept two. it all. I love yeah. it all. I've, I'm have i yet to meet a stuffing that I did not love. Nice. Or dressing. Which, same thing, but yes. It's the same thing. Uh, Magic Mark, let's hear the number two. Number two. So, Brian, you stole a little bit of my thunder, but, um, oh. but I'm going to add something because in my household, it, the sweet potatoes were as consistent as Thanksgiving. And in my house, they got mashed. They definitely got some butter. They definitely got some brown sugar, but they definitely had some marshmallows on top that got ah. slightly browned and just ah. a little crispy like you'd put onto a s'more. So a sweet potato s'mores casserole. Absolutely. So I admittedly for a long time as a kid did not eat sweet potatoes and had no knowledge of the deliciousness <laughs> that I was missing out on, you know, because one of those, you know, sweet potatoes can be like a little stringy. And when yeah. you're kids, the weirdest things throw weird, you off, Weird right? consistency yeah. a little bit, yeah. Yeah, like you see something wrong and you're like, I'm not eating that, right? So I was like, <laughs> I'll eat them. Give me some chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'll eat the marshmallows off the top. <laughs> but leave that weird orange stuff in the bowl. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I ain't eating that. Give me some cereal. <laughs> but, uh, but sweet savory just enough sweet right not too much uh sugar added to it because it's sweet potato you don't want to crush it nice crack there you know it just it really complements the meal and uh it was like kind of like it became the dessert before the real dessert so mashed sweet potatoes marshmallows little brown sugar mm-hmm. everybody's winning yeah see and i'm not opposed to the marshmallows but i prefer no marshmallows now if they're a little crispy does it make a difference or if they're chewy because maybe maybe that's the difference is yeah if they're chewy and weird then it's not the same we didn't grow up in a household where we could afford bags of marshmallows i mean me (laughs) the cheapest dessert ever (laughs) we've covered this on the show his father was in the backyard making furniture <laughs> it like a, did not have marshmallows. Isn't it like a dollar for like a thousand marshmallows? I'm pretty sure it's not the most expensive. A dollar. Man, I'm pretty I'm, sure it's not the most expensive dessert ever. We're not talking about M&Ms here. Magic Mark's household is just rolling around in marshmallows and same That's furniture. Rock, man. That's how we rock. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Well, so hey, we're already we're matching up a little bit. We like the same side already, so that's Sweet. We're, we're side brothers. Potatoes. So, all right. Well, let me, I'm going to fire away my number two top Thanksgiving side. And it is marvelous, delicious macaroni and cheese. Ooh. Mm-mm-mm. Now, mac and cheese. So, and I've had, like going back to Big Nick, there's a million different ways to make this. There's, yep. you know, the yep. super creamy. There's the one that has like the cheese on top. There's the ones that like. I mean, I don't like someone works even burnt on the top. Some people love that. I've not had a mac and cheese where I'm like, this mac and cheese is dumb. 
<laughs> it's all good. I mean, so even, people put the uh, breadcrumb like crust on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's which is good. Fantastic. But like or even four cheese mac and cheese. Even tell me, tell me recently if you've had boxed mac and cheese. Still pretty good. I still have pretty had good. It. A few weeks ago, yeah. So still pretty good. I don't want to disappoint you, Mister B. I so all right. I'll just I'll lay my macaroni on the table. (laughs) So I am all about the homemade macaroni. Like when you get some real good, freshly made macaroni, and the cheese is real cheese, and it's rocking, unbelievably good. When it comes to box stuff, man, I struggle with it a little bit. Like, you know, even some of the popular brands, I just... But you don't like not stuffing, so we can't really take your word as true fact. <laughs> oh, come on now. When when the cheese comes in a powder that looks like sawdust, oh, I'm right, like, right, yeah. and, and, and I'm not trying to say that's anywhere near the homemade. I'm saying that even for the, sure. the crappiest of mac and cheese is still pretty good. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And I, admittedly, I'm not a huge pasta guy in general. But Kraft mac um, and cheese, it's the crappiest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I remember at some point, I think it was uh, Velveeta had like the the bag of already made cheese. Oh, yeah. I'm not even convinced that stuff was really cheese. No, it, it, it was cheese product. Yeah, Velveeta yeah. cheese. Yeah, they were like made with artificial cheese like well, so ingredients. We're gonna hit you with a quick mac and cheese quiz. Ooh. When did Kraft Foods introduce their boxed mac and cheese? 1947. Big Nick. 1927. You guys are both off. You're right in the middle. 1937. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> wow. Good so, job, Big Nick. So, in the middle. And, and think about this. It, it actually makes a lot of sense. Great Depression. You know, how do you have food that's served that will last? A, a box of mac and cheese in 1937. You could serve four people for 19 cents. Yeah. That, that, year, that year, they sold 8 million boxes. Well, yeah, that's true. So the survivalist in me should appreciate the yeah. powdered cheese and not, you know, talk down on it. But, but I saw, I, of course, by looking that up, I, this other stuff came in. This, uh, one of the earliest known recorded recipes was night 1769. In, and then they talk about it, maybe it's wow. from Northern Europe. But then there's these old school recipes that they saw from like uh, the 14th century, where like mm. uh, even like in Italian cookbooks, it would be mixing some kind of Parmesan cheese and noodles. So hmm. that's pretty much mac and cheese, but uh, Mr. Mr. President Thomas, Thomas Jefferson is the one that apparently brought it to the U.S. And he actually served it at a state dinner in 1802. So that's a wow. class. That's a classy presidential dinner when you're like, what you all got? Craft mac and cheese in a box. <laughs> that is pretty classy. Well, and there's cha- there's like restaurants. Um, there's some around here that I honestly have. Oh, Max, Max, Max Shack or whatever it's called. Or yeah, Max. their dedication is mac and cheese. And there's all these variations with buffalo chicken and, you know, these ranch and Santa Fe, all, all these different variations. I, I'll throw I'll give a a local shout out. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever had Jeff Ruby's mac and cheese. I have. Oh, yes, my have. goodness. Yeah. And that's the thing. You get into the gourmet mac and cheeses. That's like, like probably one of the best ones I've ever had. Like, like what, what kind of cheese? It's got gorgonzola and other cheeses. I don't even know how to pronounce. I don't even know what they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. Mwah, so, beautiful. Mac and cheese, fire number two. Delicious. Big Nick, what do you think about mac and cheese? I like it. 
That's a great I like it. You know what? Best answer I've heard all As night. simple as the powdered cheese. Yeah. Straight forward. I like straight, it. Straight shooter. All right. So let, let's recap our number twos there. We got Nick with dressing slash stuffing. Any variety. Doesn't matter what's in it. Mark's going to have, he's going to copy off me with some sweet potato casserole, but he's going to mash it up more and put a bunch of high-end rich person marshmallows on it. <laughs> And then I'm going with the delicious Brilliant. mac and cheese. So, man, that's it's, it's looking like a good side selection already. I mean, we'll be good to go. Let's let's get into the number ones, the the, the good stuff. Number one, let's do this. Well, I'm going to go with something that I am actually shocked and appalled Ooh. that this is not served more often year round in in damn near every restaurant in this great country of ours. So it is with great sadness and anger that I present to you and the world my number one, and that is green bean casserole. <laughs> I never had someone say such deep anger towards green bean I, casserole, or I the, lack, be angry the lack about of it, serving but- it. Yes. Well, I'm just saying I don't know why. Like I love green bean casserole so much that. Again, I don't understand why it's not. It's it's just not even thought of until Thanksgiving pops up once a year. Yeah, you're right. You don't even. I mean, I think there's a couple delis. Yeah, that sometimes will have it like cold. But yeah, I mean, it's not a side you can rarely get at a restaurant. That's you know what, Big Nick. That's a great point. So for those that don't know that you know for you know maybe you uh, take a long nap when thanksgiving shows up and like i said green bean casserole just seems to magically not exist at any other point in our <laughs> lives so what it is it's green beans it's mushrooms it's creamy and uh most people the smart ones anyway they put the the crunchies on top which is like the fried onions it's uh fantastic i absolutely love everything about a green bean casserole i think it's a fantastic i think Hell, eat it like a meal. I don't care. Uh, give me more of it. And like I said, if if there's some smart people out there, some some brilliant restaurateurs that are thinking about opening up a fantastic restaurant in the near future, recommendation, think about putting green bean casserole on the old menu. It has set you aside from all the other dumb restaurants out there. Thank you. Well, and plus green beans are just delicious. Green beans are fantastic. Right? And they're good, I mean, they're good. they're good for you. Exactly. It's like one of the few, ve- I mean, you know, like as a kid, you struggle to find vegetables sometimes as you get older, right? You're and nobody wants to eat younger, lima whatever. beans. Yeah, exactly. So green beans just like take on the flavor or whatever you want to toss it in there with. It's like, I got you. I got you. And then with the casserole, you can really customize it to your own personal preference. So- and I'm actually expecting to hear green bean casserole on Mark's uh, pick for number one. But in his household growing up, they probably had marshmallows on top of it. <laughs> What, what do you got against marshmallows with your expensive, uh, expensive marshmallows? Yeah. <laughs> not not Kroger brand, Jet Puffed. Don't be mad because you can't afford premium marshmallows. Hey, hey. I, I didn't know that we were doing a show with the Prince of Bel Air over yeah. here. Right? <laughs> hey, look at this guy here. He's got shoes. He's got shoes on. <laughs> so, question about the green bean casserole: Have you ever had Arkansas green beans? I have not. Do not know that I have. And again, it's probably called multiple things, but it's a recipe I've had that it has like slivers of almonds in it. It's oh, got it's no. got it's got yeah. like a like a soy teriyaki kind of feel to it. Um, so I have maybe even had pieces it. of bacon. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've had that, and it's fantastic. I I guess I assumed when you I didn't know you were just describing a recipe when you said Arkansas green beans. I just assumed like oh like that wrestling special green beans oh. that grow like the soil <laughs> the soil is different in Arkansas. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's it's a and it, it's probably called something else, but that's how it was told to me. Like oh, that's called Arkansas green beans, and I'm like oh really. You've not experienced green beans Let's until you've had them from Arkansas. <laughs> I gotta get them from Arkansas. But yes, I I love those too. But I love the casserole. I love I I I'll, I can eat canned green beans. I love canned green beans. I can eat I can eat yeah. those. Dude, I'll eat a whole can. Those Just things. Like yeah, like if I want a snack, dump a can in a little saucer, heat that bad boy up. It's a healthy, but- nutritious little meal. Let, let me give you let me give you a green bean tip that'll change your life. Do it. Drop a little beef bouillon in there. Cube or a little, just tiny. If you got the the paste stuff, just put a little bit of beef bouillon. Put it on the stovetop. Change your life. Who has beef bouillon, man? What I do, and everybody Prince should. Bel Air. Yeah. Now, oh you know God. what else is great on green beans and green bean casserole? <laughs> Gravy? gravy, you can put that shit on anything. <laughs> yeah. Gravy up those beans, buddy. You put that shit on oh. everything. See, and that's the thing, Big Nick. You put your plate together. You don't have to aim the gravy. You just kind of do Dang. a you, you <laughs> do a circle. You do a Pass circle. The boat. Pass yeah. the Nick, boat. Nick just has somebody toss it from across the room and just catches it on yeah. his plate and wherever it lands, yeah. like, he's you know, good. Normally, the boat. Nick has a, a spray gun for the gravy. <laughs> Now, I, hold on, Nick. battleship. So, I don't have a boat. I got a battleship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! That's a great idea for a gravy battleship. Gravy battleship. Oh, oh man! Hey, man. trademark. Uh, big kid show. Patent. Yes. Patent. Patent. patent uh, uh, date to be determined. So, yes. Nick, did you eat sweet potatoes with Thanksgiving? Because I know that didn't make your list. But was that on? Is that on your plate on Thanksgiving? Some type of sweet potato. Yes, we always had some type of sweet potato. And as you said earlier, I was the same way where it took me years to getting around to trying it. So part okay. of my family's from the South. And I think being from the South, like you, it's a requirement that you serve yeah, something yeah. sweet potato at Thanksgiving or or really any other get together. But mm-hmm. um, yes, that was always something that you saw every year on the big giant table. I, I was very lucky and thankful and I'm getting a little little choked up thinking about my younger years and my grandparents and them hosting Thanksgiving and oh yeah I miss them dearly I miss them dearly but uh yeah that was a part of our of our regular gathering so so the reason I ask is that's the one thing that I don't know if the gravy goes on oh don't start (laughs) are you kidding me I used to barricade in the sweet potatoes with the other graviable items what did your parents do to you you put gravy on sweet potatoes? I, I, like like Mr. Mr. B, B said, am I alone here? Like Mr. B said, my Thanksgiving plate was was chaos. Get this guy a yeah. fire kind of, it, it was like a prison riot on his plate. I kind of put everything together and just slopped gravy all over top of it. And, oh and it all God. kind of meshed together after a while. So, Mr. B, did you gravy your no, sweet potatoes? No. Okay, so, that's like the one item, right? Like you so, protect the sweet potatoes. So usually, no, you're right. You're right. So usually you're what right. I would do is... My first plate would be graviable items, right? Right. Ooh. And then second plate would be sweet potato casserole and probably something that didn't need gravy. But that's wow. just how I, I like. I like a military type meal. I like my stuff compartmentalized. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I, I don't mind a little bit of gravy. Corners. I'm not saying it can't touch it. I'm just yeah. saying it wasn't, you know, a normal graviable. 
Well, no, no, so you t- you <laughs> typically would not gravy. Yes, and gravy doesn't go well with uh, toasted marshmallows. You know, yeah, so. but again, we did not have such yeah fancy things. Well, yeah. live some they, extravagance. They, they just had a, one sweet potato that just sat out there. You just had a bite off of it. I <laughs> always oh, forgot child, to put it in the oven. Take yeah, a bite. <laughs> it's raw. Each child got one marshmallow. Yes. Nice. For nice. the year. For the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh Mark. All right. Let's get to your number two there. You. Num- or number your, one. You're getting your, all kinds of thrown off, man. You're number one, but you're number, number two one. next. That's right. Yes. Yes. Correct. All right. So this is probably going to be a staple and I don't know, I may end up in the same, same uh, car as you on this one, Mr. B, but Mm. I'm sorry. There's nothing that screams Thanksgiving and that literally can blend with the gravy with just about everything else on the plate within the same bite off the fork than mashed potatoes. And that's with that gravy, brown (laughs) gravy. You're not the right onion gravy. gravy. Not the onion gravy. Brown gravy. Brown gravy. Solid Fight me. Point. Well, wait. Not be the onion gravy. <laughs> well, you say brown gravy, but isn't there? There's beef gravy, and then there's chicken gravy. Yep. Well, and yeah. I've had and I've had like an onion based gravy. Or is it too. turkey gravy? I'm getting my gravies Tur- confused. There is a there is a there is a yeah maybe it's turkey. It's a lighter. It's like yeah, the yeah. beige kind of. I like them I both. Can roll with I either like of those. I, I'm cool with it. as long as it doesn't have the onions. It's liquid meat. We've get yeah. we've gathered that Mark is a Sands Onion man. Sands Onion man. But I tell you what, my dad used to make the best mashed potatoes, and and with mashed potatoes, oh, man. people try to get cute with it. You know, and try and do all this extra stuff. I added truffle oil. Sure. <laughs> you need some, yeah, exactly. You need some butter and a little bit of sour cream, and you've got the most delectable thing that literally you can mix with anything else on your plate, except for the sweet potatoes. Well, you know what? Mashed potatoes can even go with sweet potatoes. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's the most uh, usable thing on your entire plate. Yeah, I, I I love me some good mashed potatoes, and it's funny those. Like, have you ever had mashed potatoes and you're like, uh, where's the gravy? Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, because like, bizarre well, to not have you eat them without the gravy? Yes, but I, I would eat them, but I would eat them like angrily. through it. Because it's, it's like it's one of those things you instantly start looking around, like where the fuck's gravy? At? Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you're, you're like, what kind of what kind of somebody cra- dropped the ball? Yeah, what kind of establishment is this? Hey, like, grandma. Where's the, where's the gravy? I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm out. I'm going to Kroger to buy a packet of 59 cent gravy. I'll be back. Well, and I I know you guys are talking about when your kids, when I was, I think I remember being like five, I didn't like gravy when I was like real, like real little. I don't know why. And then like, I did the same thing, Big Nick. I, I tried it on one thing and I'm like, oh my God, my, the first six years of my life have been wasted. <laughs> I could I could have traveled the world with gravy. <laughs> Instead, I was eating plain mashed potatoes and man, <laughs> dry turkey, dry turkey. Oh, it's, oh I, yeah. I, you get a little bite of turkey with a little mashed potato on it and some gravy. Best way to roll. Corn, little green bean casserole, oh, buddy. Oh, that's mia. good stuff. Because look, there's some people that salt the entire plate. If you got Ugh. some gravy, you don't even need the salt. You don't no. need it. Just set some, it aside. Yeah. Just just get the gravy. Now, little you wanna, dippage. You wanna, gravy, the healthy choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gravy, the, the new water. <laughs> gravy, 2020. That's about the only way that could roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
No, and so it's funny. Mashed potatoes was like my fight for number three, so that was a close one. And I actually, yeah. I, I assumed you guys would have mashed potatoes. That's why I did not. Yeah, I actually, I sidecarred gravy with my mashed potatoes, but the potatoes stand firm enough alone as the number one choice. But you just have to mention gravy. You can't have potatoes without gravy. Well, and you mentioned uh, Jeff Ruby's, and I was at a restaurant, like a real kind of fancier place, and they had these like whipped potatoes. Yeah. I, I don't even know what they did to them, but I mean, it was just, they were like the fluffiest, lightest mashed potato I ever had in my life. When I hear whipped potatoes, that usually means good stuff is coming your oh, way. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Like those things. I mean, you could just. I, like you, eating a cloud. Well, I was, I think I, I was eating it like, a, I was eating it like a homeless person, even though I'm wearing a suit. I'm like, like, sir, that's for the whole table. And I was like, get out of here. <laughs> Leave. And bring I'm, it and to I, I love Jeff Ruby's. I mean, a, a real oh, patriot. So His brother was the one that killed Oswald. What? <laughs> the people at home get it. The smart yeah. people get it. Mark, so anyway, with Mark, the mashed potatoes Mark, and the gravy. Mark's like, I hate onions. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, that was good. Mr. B, you got a number one to I deliver. I do. Right? All right. So my number one, uh, unfortunately, is a recapper we've already done. But I'm, I'm falling suit with Big Nick. Stuffing and dressing, oh, as my, and, yeah. the, and I want to give you. I want to give you why it's my number one, because <clears throat> it's very similar to green bean casserole. You don't see that outside of outside of Thanksgiving, not very often. I mean, like maybe at some delis, but like you're not going to go to like a, a sandwich place and be like, "I want a turkey sandwich and a side of uh, stuffing." They're like, "What? Get out of here!" I want well, an open faced turkey sandwich with stuffing on it. See, How about we have. We have a restaurant idea. It is called Big Nick's Thanksgiving Every Day. Mm-hmm. Think wow. about that. That's, that's got some pool. Uh, there's a place tra- out in Massachusetts. Trademark patent Big Kid Show. There, right. There's a place out in Massachusetts I went to that had a, it was like a, like a family-owned deli. Okay. Um, but they had a Thanksgiving sandwich. And that's the only sandwich I've ever had that was like, real turkey and yeah. re- had cranberry and, yep. and obviously i got about the stuffing but gravy all oh my goodness it was so good so and so. i like most stuffings but if i had a preference i love the one with the sausage in it yeah i've, I've never I, had that one. like i literally the first time i had it was only like maybe eight or nine years ago and i was like what this thing exists you can add meat to this and since then like that's i mean i will eat like half a pound of sausage stuffing all day long. The oyster and sausage. See, I've not tried that, but it sounds intriguing. Phenomenal. Incredible stuff. And f- there are a lot of people, you know, that don't like oysters, but you don't even, it's not even a, like a big part. It's not the number one ingredient. Yeah. It's very low on the list of ingredients, but uh, yeah, stuff. you're right. Stuffing should be served year-round at all of the finest of restaurants. Green yeah. bean casserole, what are these people doing? I mean, come well, <laughs> kitchen nightmares. Uh, this is a nightmare kitchen, I'm talking great about. Show. Great right. show. Why don't we have stuffing year-round? Well, so, so hang on, because I know we're following the theme of history of this. So stuffing emerged in a cookbook sometime between 2nd century BC and 1st century AD by a chef named... Apicius yeah, butchered that, and he had a book called Apicius, a cookbook called 
Apicius de Rey. It's Co- Abacus. A- a- with a P? No, I'm joking. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> but, but, he, but so thinking even back, you know, pre-Jesus, they were stuffing stuff in animals to give it flavor, right? Yeah, that, as, that's they true. as they so, should. But so the big question is, think about when did they start not doing that and just making it aside? Right. After Jesus. Yes. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know well, no, I'm, I'm, curious, I'm curious what you guys think. Like the last turkey you guys have, did you guys actually stuff the turkey with with, with like ingredients? Yeah, it was well, usually stuffing. At yeah. my house it was. But yeah. you got yeah, but most, now, most people now. don't usually eat that. They they throw that out and then they make a side of it, right? So right, ours because, it was both, right? You have the the in the turkey and then the out of the turkey. And yeah, that's what I mean. Whoever was into stuffing, which wasn't me, would pick, you know, which one they want. There are some people that worry about the uh, what what kind of what kind of thing can you catch from the uncooked uh, fowl? Um, I know what you're saying. I'm blanking you know, on words, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I can't think of it. But um, anyway, th- there's the concern of catching of getting that. Yeah, from stuffing it into the uncooked bird, and then it kind of sits and the juices soak into yeah. it. And yeah. some people are at home right now or in their car listening to this and they're getting grossed out by the yeah. uncooked turkey stop, juices stop talking getting about soaked it. up by the breadcrumbs. <laughs> and you know what I say to these people? Drive into a ditch because I will eat that freaking <laughs> stuffing right out of that bird's butt oh. any day of my life. And I will love it every day of my well, life. So, that sounds so weird to say out loud. Oh, it, it kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> But it's uh so, so there was written records of them actually doing it like consistently for Thanksgiving as far back Salmonella. as 1836. Good work. Um, but the question they're like, well, when did people stop eating that? And most people are saying that the kickoff was when stovetop was invented in 1970s, and you could make it in the pan. Mm. And so then the idea is, well, we don't have to eat the stuff that's inside there. We can just make it in the pan, stovetop stuffing, which even. Big Nick, I like me some stovetop stuff. Oh, I love me some stovetop. I mean, God even, bless those people over at stovetop, what they're doing. It's actually right. my favorite if I have to eat it. Yeah, see? And it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty good. And it's, it's good. It's like freeze dried or something. You add water, but it's still. It's, like, it's got the good crispy on the yeah. outside. You know what I mean? Fantastic. Yeah. But bit Mark, bit, Big Nick and I are going to make you a couple versions. Trust me, the one with the sausage, man. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, we're going to make the pre-Jesus kind for you. Yes. Too. <laughs> I mean, maybe that could uh, drown out the uh, the onion and celery flavor, you know, but see, um, and I'm I, I, I don't give it a go. I, all I'm right. Well, go. We're going to he's going to he's going to do it. He's going to do one. He's going to do one. You get one shot. One shot. All right. Well, let's let's recap this. So big nicks. I'm going to I'm just going to go big nips, big, big nips, big nips. That's <laughs> what they called me in high school. <laughs> yeah, I thought they did. Uh, Check out the nips on big neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was the most popular kid in gym class. All right. <laughs> Don't put gravy on it. So, the chafing. The chafing. Yeah. yeah, let's hear. So Big Nick, number three, went with just straight up gravy. Number two, stuffing and dressing. And number one, delicious green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Magic Mark, number three, tasty dinner rolls. Not just no regular dinner roll. Tasty, delicious, flaky, warm, buttery dinner rolls. Sister Schubert. Yeah, you go. Maybe she'll throw a couple couple ads hey, our way. Couple, no, couple free rolls. Yeah. Number two for Mark. Sweet potato, casserole, 
with marshmallows. Make with sure you get that. Marshmallows. And number one, mashed potatoes. This guy loves his starches and carbs, man. Look starches at that. Starches and carbs. Let's get it going. <laughs> that dude loves his starches. Some vegetables quick. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's Irish as hell here. All right. Yep. And then <laughs> Mr. B with his number three, sweet potato casserole, sans marshmallow. Delicious mac and cheese at my number two. And following Big Nick's role, stuffing at my number one. That's a tasty, tasty selection of sides, my friends. Anything you guys want to add before we get out of here? I need to go get some food. Man, I'm starving. It sounds good right now. I'm I'm hungry, too. And if anybody steals my gravy battleship idea, because the gravy boat is so dated, so played, um, I'm coming for you. Happy Thanksgiving. And and Big Dick, (laughs) we can go gravy boat submarine, gravy boat... uh, canoe i mean gravy boat kayak How about gravy speedboat gravy speedboat for when you didn't prepare in time for the slow boat oh that's a great idea i, I think let's get together on this this could be something we could all quit our jobs and just start making a uh, gravy uh <laughs> gravy battleship boats i don't know i, don't know. I think you guys are on to something with the uh the the thanksgiving restaurant man i mean i could eat thanksgiving year round right and then but you also make it where it's accessible like you also have sandwiches and stuff too. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's not enough because if you just serve everyone a full meal, everyone would be passed out at work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in your restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> bed. Taking, taking a nap and, and fighting with their uncle or something. So. <laughs> All aboard the SS Gravy. All oh. right. Well, hey, gentlemen, great time with our top three Thanksgiving Day sides. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you had a good time and we will check you in. Put gravy on it!